So hey, what's up, Spirit Fab? Welcome to Spirit Love. This is a health and wellness channel where we're talking about true wellness. It's not just about physical wellness, but also about mental wellness. So let's get started. Today we're talking about the subject, friends both in Japan and in America, and what is the major difference? Now when I'm talking about America, I'm talking about where I live, which is Hayward, California, which is essentially the Bay Area near San Francisco. Now, of course, it's not all of America, and of course, things are different between the East Coast and the West Coast a lot of times, but here's my experience being a Hayward boy <laughs> living in the Bay Area near San Francisco. So, in my mind, friendships have always been a certain way. They've always been a certain way, and um, I assumed that that's just how it is. So, I spent most of my life here, of course, and it's been interesting um, when I make new friends, we have almost like appointments to see each other. So normally, like when you think of friends, you're just like, oh, let's hang out tonight, or they'll just drop by or whatever, you know? It's like in the movies, on like the show Friends, um, things like that. But in reality, it's like, when I want to see a friend, I have to make an appointment. So I say, you know, hey, I'm having a rough day, can I talk to you sometime? And they're like, yeah, let's like make an appointment for like two weeks from now, or like a month from now. And I'm like, I'm dealing with this problem today. Why am I making an appointment for like two weeks? And they're like, well, I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. I remember that, like, especially here in America, busy doesn't always equal busy. Sometimes busy just means that they feel like they're important when they say that. Like, I feel like it's a word of just like sounding important. Like, if we're not busy, we're worthless right how many people how many of you guys feel that way like how many because i feel like that's such a huge trend especially in the bay area like oh i'm so busy and you see them watching netflix <laughs> by themselves watching a show that they don't really care about where they rather do that than actually see a close friend and i feel like that happens a lot like we're getting this disconnect in america where we actually like talk more digitally through likes through comments on people's social media than we actually do in person and that's a shame but I've accepted that that's just the way it is. So, you know, hey, friendships are making appointments. They're talking about being busy. <laughs> you know, it's not like the TV show Friends where you guys meet for coffee and hang out and just come over whenever they want. Unfortunately, that hardly ever happens here. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it hardly ever happens. And the majority of us are, you know, are like the people who feel like, hey, you know, this is how it is, and it's it's really not. So I have this preconception of what it's like to live in the Bay Area based on my experiences and based on how it is over here. So I'm like, okay, I better get used to it. So I decided to go to Japan last year, and I am telling you, it was the craziest, but in a good way, experience of my life. So my dream was to always go to Japan. Like ever since I was a kid, I was like, I wanna go to Japan one day. You know, I want to be there. I want to experience what it's like. I used to watch anime. You know, I'm, you know, I'm an older adult now, but I still love anime to death. And this is also adult animes too. So, you know, but people are always like, "That's kitty. Why would you do that?" But I still love it. I still love it to this day. How many of you also like embrace your inner child and do things that you loved when you were younger? That's one of the things I never let go of. I still love anime. So when I went to Japan, of course, it was like the anime capital, tons of anime there, and a lot of adults experiencing anime, so I'm like, I'm definitely not the only one. And then I went there alone. So <laughs> there's two reasons why I went alone. First reason is 
that I want to experience what it was like to go on a trip by yourself. Second reason is, it's probably because like no friends wanted to go with me because all of them are like the same excuse. Oh, I'm so busy. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if I have enough money to, which is, you know, I'll, it's hard to live in the area. So I understand the money issue, but they'll spend like thousands of dollars going to Coachella or, you know, American spots like this. And then I was like, I'd rather spend that money from Coachella to do something that I really love to do. So I haven't been to Coachella, you know, I don't have enough money and I didn't get tickets, so I don't care, but I'd rather put somewhere where I really am passionate about. So I went to Japan and it was scary because I was alone by myself and I didn't know what to do. And then it just clicked in my head, what if I joined some meetups? So I joined some meetups on meetup.com and there was a language meetup for people who want to learn Japanese and Japanese people who want to learn English. So it was a language exchange. So right when I got there, it was just so crowded. There was like so many people, so many people. So I started, you know, networking because I was like, I know I'm mostly introvert, but I want to make sure that I make the most of the experience. So I went to network around. I met some Australians you know, which were pretty cool. They were like really chill and down to earth. And then I met some Japanese people, you know, that lived around the area. And I was like, hi, how are you doing? And then um, they spoke to me in the little English they knew. <laughs> but I felt like they were really trying to get to know me. And I was really trying to get to know them. You know, it wasn't just networking. It was like really trying to make friends, which was like weird because I don't remember us doing that, you know, ever, unless I was in like high school or middle school where i was like really trying to make friends i think most of the time when you're an adult it's like networking like i want to network you know so we just change some hellos how are you doing and they're really in tune like you know tell me about yourself what are your hobbies this and that and i was like really amazed because normally when i go to events here in the bay area especially it's like we're applying for jobs when we're really trying to make friends <laughs> so like normally they'll they ask, oh, what kind of job do you do? How much do you make? Things like that. Very business-like. And I'm like, am I getting a friendship or am I getting a job? I don't know. But over there, it was like, I don't really want to know about your job. I don't really want to know about your school. I don't want to know about how much money you make right away. I want to know about you. I want to know about your hobbies. I want to know about your interests. I want to know about your likes and dislikes. And I was like, you're really going on a different level than I'm used to. But it's good. So the first thing they said to me was... Why do you talk like you're interviewing me? And I said, what do you mean? They're like, you talk like you're interviewing me. It's actually a very normal situation amongst, um, you know, people in America, but especially people in the Bay Area. You guys always talk like you're interviewing people. And then, you know, the normal Bay Area attitude is like, oh my gosh, why would you say that? How rude of you. It's like a very kind of like hipstery kind of like thing to say, like, you know, don't talk to me like that. But in actuality, I was like, you're right. You know, I do talk to people like I'm interviewing them. I need to stop doing that. Can you teach me more of how you approach things? And they taught me and I learned the Japanese way of approaching people. And it was great. You know, I got to know them for who they are, not for what they do. And I started learning how to connect with people on a much deeper, more exciting level. So that was a really amazing experience. And I noticed that I was like the number one thing that was different between the Japanese friends and also American people is that the way we approach people is much different than how we would approach people in America. When Japanese people approach people, they really want to get to know who they are. 
It's not about your job. It's not about how much money you make. It's about the kind of person you are and what your interests are. And over here, it's the complete opposite. I feel like even Tinder profiles, if you look on Tinder, if you look on a lot of these, you know, apps, it's mostly about, you know, like, oh, I'm super physical and I do this and I do that. And it's like almost like a living resume, especially if you're Asian. Asians don't lie, okay? I am Asian, so I will catch you. If you see 90% or more of Asian profiles, it's always like this huge resume about who they are. And it's just, it's just crazy. I feel like it's how we were born and raised. We had to always impress people and that's transferred over to, you know, how we approach dating. So I was just, you know, I was in awe. It was a totally different experience. I expected the opposite. Um, the second thing I would say is different is that they really focus on making time for the person. So right away when I met one of my best friends now, which is Hiroki, I met him in Japan and literally in like a couple weeks period, he became my best friend. He's done more, he's done more in our friendship within three weeks than my friends have done in years. And it's just amazing. Like I told him I was just visiting and he was like, well, let me take three days off and let me show you around. And I was like, you work 10 times harder than all my friends <laughs> and 10 times harder than most Bay Area people, especially Californians in general. And he was like, I know it's okay. I'll, you know, let me show you around because the thing is that you make, you don't make friends every day and friends should be valuable. They shouldn't be thrown away like pieces of trash. And I was like, that's true <laughs> because, you know, basically getting time for anyone here, it's like pulling teeth and it's always, again, that appointment basis. Yeah, we'll, we'll hang out two or three weeks later, you know, and I'm like, what's wrong with us? What's, what's wrong with people here in the Bay Area? Why is it like that? So right away, you know, he told me to do some days off. We went to go to Nara, which is like the deer capital of Japan. There's like so many deer and they're like so friendly to people. In fact, they're so not afraid of you that they'll actually bump you on your butt just to get your attention. Um, and it was just really an amazing experience. There's some beautiful temples and he helped me to learn more about temple culture. So I learned a lot from him. He learned a lot from me and we just became best friends. He was just such a great person. Like one of the greatest people I've ever met in my whole entire life. And he's not even from here. So consideration is a big thing in Japan. You know, they really want to get to know someone. They really want to spend time with someone. And even though they work 10 times harder than most people, they'll still make time for you, which is something that as Americans we can learn from. And this is not to say that Japan's better or America's better. It's about saying that, hey, we can all learn from each other and we can all especially learn from friendships. So in Japan, let me tell you where I was. I was in Osaka mostly. Now in Tokyo, things are obviously different. People are more like Californians. They're more secluded. They're more like watching what they say. Sorry, pause on that. I was like, oh yeah, they're like that. And they're more like offended if you tell them certain things. In Osaka, they're a little bit more open-minded, they're way friendlier, and they're super nice and down to earth. So things are different depending on which area you are. Just like in California, like if you go to certain parts of the United States that are outside California, they're probably gonna act a lot differently than Californians do. So that's the one thing we have to realize. Um, also, like I just remember just the whole checking in process. Like Hiroki checked on me every, every night. He'd be like, Hey, I'm about to go to sleep. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. And if you need anything or just want to see how you're doing. And I'm like, that is so old school. I remember doing that when I was like in middle school or high school. And I'm like, wait, was I 
more mature in middle school and high school? Was I a better person during those days? And I apparently, I guess I am because as an adult, again, it's like, you don't check in with someone unless it's like two weeks later. You know, you make that excuse that you're just busy all the time and it's just crazy. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a different world. So making friends in Japan, especially Osaka, is way more different than making friends in America. And again, pros and cons. America has certain pros, Japan has certain pros. But the thing is that we have to learn is that we can learn from each other and to not judge others because we never know what we're gonna get. That's such a force cup theory, but yeah, you know, like be open-minded because there's amazing people out there and not everything is like where you live. Like, you know, if you live in one part of the United States, things can be completely different in another part of the United States or different around the world. So definitely experience what it's like to be on your own and make new friends. I love you guys so much. Thank you for joining this. I know it's late at night. I know a lot of you are just like sleeping or, you know... <laughs> Um, watching Netflix aimlessly like I do but I wanted to do a talk where it wasn't so loud because normally during the day I live in a neighborhood where people scream all the time not just kids just kids always screaming so the fact that you guys are listening and being here really means a lot to me I appreciate it all right you guys have a great night and make sure to participate because I would love for you to you know give me calls like on this radio channel like if you want to comment or anything if you have any questions I, i'm also a certified life coach so i can answer any of your questions and you know i would love to hear from you have a great night everyone and talk to you later